This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. And welcome back to Temporary Admission. This week, we're going to be chatting everything Louise Bourgeois and Jenny Holzer. Louise Bourgeois was, by many, regarded as one of the most important and influential artists of the 20th and 21st century, with her psychologically charged works exploring human emotions such as love, desire, dependency and jealousy. Jenny Holzer, on the other hand, is one of today's leading contemporary artists, known for exploring language and text, often through the use of more non-traditional forms, from street signs and t-shirts, and even projections and LEDs, which we'll touch on later. But what happens when two mega-artists like this come together? Well, this week we're going to be chatting with Anita Huddleman, Deputy Director at the Kunstmuseum in Basel, to take a look inside one of the most anticipated exhibitions in Basel, Louise Bourgeois times Jenny Holzer, The Violence of Handwriting Across a Page. Anita, thank you so much for joining us today. Before we chat a little bit more around the exhibition, I think it would be really useful if you could just tell us a little bit more around who you are and, and what it is you do at the Kunstmuseum. Yes, of course. I uh, am a, an art historian and curator of prints and drawings. And at the museum in Basel, I basically wear three hats, which can get very complicated. I'm the head of the Department of Prints and Drawings, where I uh, curate exhibitions from Cezanne to Kara Walker. But I'm also the deputy director and I represent the art and research department. Oh, wow. Very busy then. And, and have you always wanted to work in the art world or is that something that you stumbled on later on in life? Oh, yes, absolutely. I, I studied in Bern, Switzerland, but also in Baltimore at the Johns Hopkins University. Uh, I did some internships in American and Swiss museums. And so in the end, I was really happy and very lucky to end up at the Kunstmuseum in Basel. And that perfectly leads me on to my next question, so thank you. But I'm sure many of our listeners, particularly those that are based over in Switzerland, have heard of or or even been to the Kunstmuseum in Basel. But for those that haven't, or who are perhaps listening from further afield, could you tell us a little bit more about the museum itself? Yes, the Kunstmuseum is something which is called a, a Museum of Fine Arts in English, and it's the oldest public museum in Europe that was available to to the public very early on in 1661, at least a couple of hours a week. And we have a really old collection that covers 600 years of prints and drawings of painting and sculptures in European art, but also North American art, now even some South African art with William Kentridge. So it's a vast collection that goes back very into the early days of um, European art history. And what makes it special is that we we also uh, work on contemporary art a lot, like with the bourgeois exhibition. So it's a collection that's still developing and being enlarged and, and also changes over time. And that makes it so rich. I haven't realized that. And also to add something that we, we have three buildings. The museum consists of three buildings, one that goes back to the 30s, another one 
was uh, inaugurated in 1980 for contemporary art, which was also very early to have a museum for contemporary art. And in 2017, we opened the third building, our latest edition, uh, where we can really uh, now install big exhibitions and have room for our contemporary and large collection. Ah, that sets me up nicely to chat about the forthcoming Louise Bourgeois and Jenny Holzer exhibition. So it's quite unusual in the sense that Holzer is, in this case at least, the curator. How did the idea for the exhibition come about and, and why was working with Jenny Holzer so important? Yes, it's a it's a very unusual project for myself even. I've never done this before. We uh, basically invited an artist uh, named Jenny Holzer, a very famous American artist, to curate a show on another artist whom she knew very well and uh, who was 40 years older and died in 2010, named Louise Bourgeois. So that's an unusual constellation. And we decided to give a, a carte blanche, basically, to Jenny Holzer. She was totally free to choose works by bourgeois and come up with her own view or kind of uh, perspective on the work of, of this French-American artist called bourgeois. And the way this idea came up was um, is actually due to our director, Joseph Halfenstein. He used to be the director of the Menil Collection in Houston, Texas, and he knew both artists very well. And he started talking to Jenny Holzer in the U.S. about an exhibition uh, for which Jenny Holzer could choose drawings by bourgeois and relate them to drawings in the collection. And when he came to Basel, he brought this idea to Switzerland and kept talking to Jenny Holzer, invited her to Basel. She started to look at our collection and, and our galleries and really um, I think got very enthusiastic about doing this show. And yeah, that's how it started. And uh, we've been working on it for a couple of years now, also during the two years of the pandemic, mostly by email and Zoom calls. And and uh, yeah, she's come up with a, with a very unusual and really large project that we're now putting into reality. Oh God, I bet planning the exhibition during COVID wasn't really what you had planned, but... How did that work with Jenny being based over in the States and obviously, I assume, being unable to travel as well? Yes, it was uh, not uh, not that easy for everyone involved because it's not our, only the team here in Basel, uh, the museum, but it's uh, Jenny Holzer's studio. She has a big team working with her. And then there's also the Louise Bourgeois estate in New York, the, the Eastern Foundation, and a good colleague named Philip uh, Larratt-Smith, who was very uh, helpful also assisting Jenny Halter in finding the, the best pieces to really put her vision of the exhibition in, into reality. So it was basically three teams. And uh, luckily, Jenny Halter was here many times before COVID. So she, she knows the museum well and the galleries and the context, the city even. And um, so that, that was really helpful to make it possible. <laughs> yeah, it does feel like we've all become Zoom experts now. But one thing I think I would be really interested to know a little bit more about is the works that you and Jenny have selected for the exhibition. What kind of works can we expect to see? Well, Jenny Holzer took writing and the, the written word as the key to everything, because that's also what, what they shared, what Louisa Bourgeois and Jenny Holzer share as a, as a focus and main interest. And um, uh, Louisa Bourgeois wrote a lot. She wrote diaries and letters daily. She wrote psychoanalytic writings after she had her analysis uh, later in her life. And also she introduced the written word into her art. She would, for instance, 
sew or stitch on a handkerchief, on clothes, or she would put writing on metal plates. So the written word is really an essential part of her art. And that's, that was the starting point for Jenny Holzer. But then she would kind of um, add other works, of course, that come out of this idea of using words. And so, so I think that was the, the main perspective. But now we, it, the exhibition includes not only drawings, but a lot of uh, sheets with writing on them, but also um, sculptures and even smaller objects and uh, a lot of a lot of washes and drawings. So it's it's a really vast exhibition. Well, I don't know if it's just me, but I certainly seem to be loving or becoming increasingly interested, maybe in in sculpture at the moment. I'm not entirely sure why, but there we go. I mean, you've also been close to both Bourgeois and Holzer's work for a while now, and and I guess. What I'd be really interested to maybe know is from your perspective, has there been anything that particularly surprised you or, or maybe that took you back a little bit when you saw the exhibition? Well, as a drawing expert, I would actually choose one of the drawings and <laughs> take it home if I could. But I think for, for visitors who are maybe not that familiar with Louisa Bourgeois' work yet, I think I would recommend um, the, I think it's the largest piece in the exhibition. It's called The Destruction of the Father. And it's like a big kind of a cell or um, or a little booth, like a stage you can look into. It's, it's quite large, but you can see it from the front and you see a, a claustrophobic room that's quite terrifying because it's all lit in red, but still a bit dark and mysterious. And in there you find like an imaginary dinner table, family dinner table. But what you see is, is um, plaster and latex shapes that are round or like pieces of a body. And it's about, it's actually like the title says about the destruction of the father or even eating up the father who was uh, kind of mean and so um, terrifying for the whole family. So it's the, it's the daughter who takes revenge and destroys the father. And um, of course, it's an imagination. It's, it's a revenge fantasy, but it also has a lot to do with psychoanalysis. But uh, it's a really impressive work. And it, what is really interesting as well is that Jenny Holzer developed an augmented reality app that you can get started when you're in this room looking at this big installation in order to have an extra experience through the eyes and imagination of Jenny Holzer. So it's a really key room. It's Gallery 5 on the second floor, and it's it's really the, the centre of, of this big, big exhibition. You mentioned Gallery 5. How many galleries actually are there within the Kunstmuseum? Does each one in the exhibition have a particular theme or... Or is there maybe more of a chronological chart of bourgeois works over time? How does that work within the exhibition? Jenny Holzer created a mood kind of for, for every gallery, one, every one of these nine galleries. And um, she mixed up the chronology. So we have early works juxtaposed with later works. And you see the, the themes that go through the whole long life of this artist who was so active and so prolific so every room has a mood sometimes it's lighter it's more about landscape then it's more about architecture then it's more about writing and every room has a special installation in the sense that some of the drawings are hung very high on the wall so you get to look around you look up you look down you see sculptures freestanding in the center of the gallery so you're you're wrapped by the art of bourgeois and you can't really escape. So it's a very 
uh, it's going to be a very intense experience. And for instance, the ninth and, and final gallery is all in red. You have all these watercolors and gouache works on paper in red. So it's like a, a, a wave of red color going over you and uh, you, you're just overwhelmed with feelings that you connect with red, like passion and, and, and um, aggression, violence, but also bodily fluids. So it's, it's a very, I think it's going to be a very physical kind of experience. Wow, that's that's quite exciting. What makes the exhibition also special is that Jenny Holzer went beyond these nine gallery rooms that we usually use for our big exhibitions. Um, she also went to the collection in the older building and uh, will place uh, sculptures by Bourgeois in our old master galleries. So you'll have uh, an arched body that relates to psychoanalysis and hysteria in front of the dead Christ by Holbein. So there's going to be really exciting and surprising dialogues going on with the, our old collection. And she even goes beyond the museum to do projections in the city on, on facades, on the facade of the museum. And we have a, an LED freeze on the new building where she will also curate texts by bourgeois that will appear on that uh, freeze every night. So, yeah, it's very exciting. It goes in all directions and uh, really beyond what we usually call an exhibition. Wow, it's like a museum slash Basel takeover, I guess. But just on those projections, where will they be across the city exactly? The LED is on our new building, so it's part of the museum itself. But the projections that Jenny Holzer will install are in the middle of the city, basically. Well, we'll start at the museum and on the old building. So we have projections there. But then there's also the town hall and the old university near the Rhine. So the idea is that people who walk in the city who maybe never come to the museum, they'll see these projections and wonder what's going on and maybe start inquiring what what they're they're about and maybe find their way to the museum and what is special this time is that for the first time um, Jenny Holzer uses text by another artist by Bourgeois to kind of give her the, the floor basically and make these private writings by Bourgeois public by bringing them out into public space. I love that. I, I think it's not just the writing being made public but also the idea that the exhibition reaches far beyond the exhibition itself that also feels quite refreshing maybe. It allows the whole city to essentially be involved in something that perhaps, like you say, they wouldn't have had been able to previously. I don't know, it feels like it's quite inclusive in the sense that you're bringing the whole city on board with the exhibition, but you're also essentially including artists in a way that perhaps other maybe more routine exhibitions haven't done before. Well, we've been really putting an effort into um, showing women artists that are important today, like Kara Walker last year. And um, so I, I think this is just a very kind of logical development of, of what we've been doing the last couple of years. And also, I think uh, uh, something we try to do is open up the perspective. So it's not only we, the curators of the museum, show you the art and what we think about it. But we want to include perspectives from the outside. We work with artists, also my 
colleague at the Museum of Contemporary Art. She works with Ruth Buchanan to, to give us a new view on our collection and on our activities through the eyes of another artist. So I think that's something that is really interesting and, and makes uh, exhibitions challenging for us a lot. <laughs> but um, I, I think for, for the visitors, it, it's really great to, to, to see that happening. Definitely. And I'm aware this is a slight change in tack, but I think it's also worth us chatting about briefly. Am I right in thinking that you've opted not to produce an exhibition catalogue this time, but you've instead opted to to almost create an artist's book? Why was it that you decided to do that? We decided not to do an exhibition catalogue um, because there's so many texts being written from an art historical perspective on, on the artist. Um, but we asked Jenny Holter to do an artist book. So she chose a lot of images of works by Bourgeois and made this huge picture book, <laughs> um, which is really big and heavy. And it's it's like, a, it only has illustrations. And once in a while, uh, she put a, a work from our collection in there. So suddenly there's a Holbein or a Dürer drawing in the middle of it to also kind of have this dialogue between bourgeois and the tradition of art, especially the tradition of male art, of course, and how they represent women. And uh, so this book is really part of the whole project. And we're also producing editions like uh, underwear that's stitched with uh, written words by bourgeois. So that's kind of also an exciting thing to check out on our website soon because you can have your own little bourgeois work, uh, even if it's just an edition. But I think that might be interesting to a lot of visitors as well and art lovers. <laughs> Definitely. And I mean, who wouldn't want to get their hands on a pair of those? Now, Anita, I'm conscious that I don't want to keep you for too long. It's been really lovely chatting with you today and to learn a little bit more about both Bourgeois and Holzer and, of course, the exhibition, which is very exciting. It's probably worth mentioning for anyone that's interested in seeing the exhibition for themselves, The Violence of Handwriting Across a Page, which will be on view at the Kunstmuseum in Basel from the 19th of February through to the 5th of May 2022. Now, that should just wrap us up for the latest episode of Temporary Admission. If you enjoyed the episode, make sure to leave us a review and hit subscribe or follow. You won't want to miss next week, where we'll be chatting with one of the most powerful women in the room who's helped to raise over $500 million for charity. Any guesses who it is? Until then, stay safe. Speak soon. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.